0: So what goes up must come down and any upward transitions you ride well at some point they're going to be followed by a downward transition and for many riders as maybe bouncy as the upward ones can be gosh those downward ones hmm okay let's work on smoothing them out Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And last week we spoke all about upward transitions. And if you're still feeling a little bit like, huh, I need a little bit of help there, go back and give it a listen. This week I want to touch on downward transitions. And the reason I have transitions on the brain, but I think all riders do, don't they? But anyway, inside of Connection, which is my monthly membership for equestrians we are focusing on transitions this month making them smooth and light and yeah like well we won't go with fluffy but good full of goodness hey (laughs) for the rider and the horse and i want to help you out as well you oh lovely daily strides podcast listeners so with all that being said and done let us talk downward transition so first and foremost a downward transition is anywhere where you basically shift down a gear now it can be from gates so it could be from canter to trot there's a bouncy one hey or it could be within a gate so it could be basically your trot you are transitioning downward into a trot that's going to cover less ground would be a good way of thinking about it okay and the same with a canter and the same with a walk and all that fun stuff a downward transition Can also be walk to halt. Okay, so I'm going to just hazard a guess that every time you get on your horse, you're riding quite a few downward transitions. Now, the thing here is that for many riders, downward transitions can feel really, really heavy. Okay, it kind of feels like you're pulling your horse back into whatever it is you want to transition into. Okay, and I think this can be because when we're learning to ride initially. Yet yeah, we can, the reins and the contact can be maybe a little bit overused in order to get the point across. But at some point in your writing, if you want to begin to really work on getting lightness and balance and just this lovely feeling of stepping down into the next gate and whether that gate be inside the gate you're already in or a different gate okay Um, when you're when you're working on that you have to first of all begin to show up a little bit differently in how you're actually riding the transition and I think that's really important okay so your horse can only really achieve a light transition if he's engaged and carrying himself throughout his body okay it's like you know, we can talk about self-carriage. It really and truly is important for this. And self-carriage is not something that just happens overnight. But self-carriage is also not something that happens when the rider is not fully engaged in the process. And that is where I want you to begin working on your downward transition. So, first and foremost, if we think about preparing a downward transition, we would start thinking about our half halt. And half halt's are really important. And I would specifically use the time and use each individual half halt. I suggest you ride lots of them like, oh, just sprinkle them all over the place. Okay. But using each individual half halt, to begin to connect your seat bones with your horse's back feet okay now we could talk about your horse's hips and all but I think as riders it can be easier to almost envisage the back feet we can kind of because they're moving and and it's the very like and the sound you can hear them can't you and you can you can feel it you can feel the like Touching down on the ground, each and every footfall. Okay, so I would use the half hold. Right? I would suggest that if you're going to use your half hold, really begin thinking about that and thinking about really sinking the movement. Because later, when you begin to actually ask for the transition, timing is really important. You want to ask at the right time, and how you're going to get to that asking at the right time is by beginning to really understand what's going on underneath you. So feeling that. If you want sinking of the not sinking s i n k no 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 <laughs> sinking s y n c okay so we want to um, if you want correlate or we want to synchronize that's probably the better word hey but synchronize your seat with your horse's back feet. There's an easy way to remember that one, hey? So, but seriously, that is really important, okay? Now, from there, I want you to begin thinking about your self-carriage. So, your horse cannot be light and lovely if you are like a sack of potatoes up there and you're just falling all over the place. But for many riders, in the downward and through the downward transition, now this is both preparing for it and then actually riding through it and then going forward afterwards... They tend to maybe not so much shift forward. I do see riders doing that. They lean forward, they collapse forward. It seems to be more of a collapsing back and the reason is is because they're pulling. Now remember I said we need to begin to reevaluate and to really and truly get clear on the conversation we're having through the contact with the reins with our hands, okay? And how that part of the conversation may be affecting the downward transitions. Before you can do that, you need to make sure that you are really and truly carrying yourself and that you're not pulling. I know. And I want you to, the next downward, and you're going to ride loads of them. The next time you're in the saddle, there's loads and loads of them that you'll ride, okay? Start asking yourself the question, am I pulling? Okay, and how you can begin to kind of evaluate yourself on this is, first of all, have a kind of a feel through your feet. Does it feel at any point like you're in the tug of war? You know when you see people um, participating in a tug of war and they dig their heels in? And as they kind of get a little bit of momentum on that, their heels normally are like slightly in front of their body because their body will have come back, okay? And it's really like they're digging their heels in, okay? So I want you to think about that in your riding. Are you dropping maybe a little bit more than required weight into your heels? Are your feet going on holidays closer to your horse's shoulders or your horse's elbows okay think about all of that we want to not dig in our heels okay we don't want to be involved in the tug of war so really important that you you first of all assess that the second thing I would assess is your shoulders are your shoulders even slightly coming behind the vertical are you doing a little bit more pulling than normal. I think when we begin writing first and when we are more novice in writing, this is pretty normal. Um it's it would be and that's why I'm saying don't be too hard on yourself. But I do think that in order to begin to level up things and to move into the next stage you're going to have to address that. So you want to try and keep your shoulders pretty vertical, okay? So your shoulders are, are, you know, you have the line, head, shoulders, hip, heel. You're keeping that line. You're riding that line. You are being that line. You are aligned, okay? So from there, you're understanding that. And then finally, are your hands, are your elbows going backwards? Ooh, that's a biggie, eh? People's elbows, they kind of, they migrate backwards, right behind their back. So there, there are two hands. It's like they're trying to fit their body in between their two hands. We don't want that, okay? Not at all. Okay, so once you are sure that, yes, I'm carrying myself, I am secure, I am stable... I am engaged and this I would say requires a certain level of both mental concentration but also physical fitness. You have to be able to carry yourself to maintain your own balance and to maintain your own security or stability through it, through the transition and in doing so you model it for your horse and your horse can then begin to meet you there and to show up okay. Remember it is not your job to transition your horse, not, not, not. Okay, if you are pulling, you are trying to transition your horse. That's not your job. Your job is to ask your horse to transition and then position yourself in the best possible place for him to let that happen or her. Okay? That is really important. If you could take anything away from this, take that piece of advice. Okay. It's really, really important. It's going to be key to be able to just just catch yourself in those moments where. Maybe you're trying to force something. (laughs) Okay, we don't want to force. It should all be good for everybody. Okay, so let's talk about this resisting forwards rather than pulling backwards. Okay, and this sounds strange, but when we begin to pull... Pulling has a very kind of a backward feeling to it, doesn't it? Think about, even in your brain, when you're talking about pulling, it's like you're you're coming, you're bringing something back to you. But I want you to rather resist, but thinking about moving forwards. It is key for you and your horse to continue to think and to move forward through a downward transition. And even if that is into halt, okay you it, moving forwards into the halt and thinking forwards in the halt means that there's energy then inside of the halt to actually step out of it again when we pull backwards into the halt we lose all the energy okay we stop the forward momentum so i want you to think about that thinking about just resisting forwards rather than pulling backwards and very interesting when we begin to kind of apply this concept and apply this resisting, okay, rather than pulling in our riding, it can feel like it's not working. And if you're at that point, you're thinking, yeah, but this doesn't work. My horse won't stop. Just just hold on. You, you have to also understand that your horse has been doing things a certain way because you've wanted him to do it that way. You've been asking that way for quite a while now and all of a sudden now because you have suddenly come up with hold on I'm going to try something different let's see how this goes your horse does not know that he does not know you've listened to this he does not know you've had a conversation in your head and that you've begun to think about hold on with my aids how could I do this a little bit differently He doesn't know any of that okay so it's going to take time for him to understand that the conversation has changed that the way you're speaking to him has changed and that is going to take really consistent effort on your part in order to make this happen okay and I really think that when you want to ask something and you're going to ask it a different way first of all you have to get clear on it in your head you then physically have to make sure you can do it and then from there your horse needs to understand this is where I would use my voice aid a lot even if you're into dressage you're just using your voice aid to wean your horse off of the pulling and into the more resisting quietly using your seat okay your contact should be there it should be engaged all the way through Okay, I'm not saying drop the contact, but what is important is that it should not be going backwards. Okay, we don't want to go into reverse with the contact. Okay, so just think about that as you're riding this. Okay, so the other thing that I want to just touch on here is that if you are kind of beginning to pull with your horse, you will find that over time you will have to apply more and more pressure in order to make that pulling kind of get you the same result and at the end of the day do you really want to get involved in a tug of war with something that outweighs your 10 to 1 probably not okay so I would say from that situation that thinking steady thinking more this is the contact this is here but I would like you to listen to other aids now we are going to shift the balance of aids slightly from being maybe all about The contact all about the reins, we're going to shift this across now to start thinking more about the seat. Maybe your voice, just just for the weaning process, the weaning off the reins, okay? Um, But doing that, and then in doing so, helping your horse to um, actually, to understand what you're doing. Okay, once you've got that, then we need to actually ride the downward transition. Now, there will be a split second where your horse will actually make the transition from whatever it is he's doing to whatever it is you want him to do that's new, okay? And in that split second, it's really important that you allow okay you have to allow through the seat now allowing for a lot of people may seem a little bit foreign and particularly if you've been pulling could you see how if you were leaning backwards allowing might be difficult could you see how if your uh, your foot had gone on holidays up by your horse's shoulder somewhere that allowing would be difficult because your seat is now no longer independent. Your whole position is no longer independent. The only reason you felt secure through the downward transition if you were pulling is because your horse was pulling against you, okay? And in order to allow, we have to be able to maintain our own balance, maintain everything, and then to give, And you can't do that if you're pulling, okay? So think about that as well. That's often um, a, a really good way of kind of assessing, hold on now, what am I doing here? How could I do it differently, okay? So when he's taking the first step, you need to just release a little bit of the tension, okay? And in doing so, you will smooth it out and you will then hopefully arrive in the new gate or wherever it is you want to go your plan okay you'll arrive there better it'll be a better quality and it'll take less effort on your part to actually fix it or to establish it again and to then maintain that um, and that'll help as well okay i have lots of previous episodes on transitions up and down okay we we've Talked about transition so much. Um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to bundle them all together into the show notes for this episode. It's over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 121. Eight. okay 1218 and you can get them all over there all of the links to all of the other episodes the other thing i'm going to suggest is that if you want to go deeper so i spoke a lot about the resisting and the pulling and trying to get out of that and doing something different that is really what we're focusing on inside of connection this month and we are opening the doors of connection this month. So if you want to find out more, and if you're listening to this at the time of your listening, the doors might well be opened. If not, there's going to be a wait list. Get on the wait list to make sure that you find out all about it. We have some amazing bonuses for the riders who join us this time around. Um, so if you're interested at all, pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great day. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.